0: Hey Nacho!
1: Hey Sophie D. Ooh. Ooh!
0: Welcome to Late to the Party, where we talk about movies and TV shows we missed out on when they were super popular.
1: I guess you could say that we're late, late to, to the, the party. party. <laughs> guess what? What? Your teeth. Are out. not in your head anymore.
0: <laughs> They're gone. How do you feel? Well, just like the top two are totally gone. Oh, not yeah, all of yeah. them. <laughs> every single, all thirty <laughs> something.
1: I'm just gums I'm now, just baby.
0: Gums. <laughs> gums only. Yeah. <laughs> I hate bones in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> cosmetic as bones. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you feel? Weird. Yeah. I feel like. So what's weird? Okay. So the bottoms were partially done. I okay. don't understand. They wouldn't let me keep my teeth that i feel like is incorrect yeah how messed up i would have kept them i do remember complaining to a nurse right before i knocked out <laughs>
1: yeah oh this is bullshit like, i want no, my teeth no not like that oh. i was just like
0: they won't let me keep my teeth and she's like oh yeah and i was like yeah they said it was a biohazard and <laughs> then i fell asleep <laughs> that's so funny
1: <laughs> they're doing the surgery and you're like this bitch is complaining left and right she will not
0: stop they're like i don't know why she wants her teeth so bad <laughs> Fucking weirdo. <laughs> I would want them. I, I really wanted them. Maybe we can go back. Do <laughs> so so you think they have them somewhere? They
1: probably haven't gotten rid of the garbage yet. <laughs>
0: <You laughs> we dig through it. Yeah. Ew. And that's
1: that's very, um, very important and very easily accessed DNA.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right. And
1: it'll last forever. Yeah. You can clone yourself for so many years.
0: Uh, my clone will be like all messed up though.
1: Well, with that attitude. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think your clone would be
1: just like you, which is perfect. <laughs>
0: oh there you love go that. i was waiting for that love that yeah
1: <laughs> what don't you love though
0: <laughs> i mean <laughs> the events in long shot <laughs> I, I was gonna say this documentary but i actually did enjoy this documentary I, so did i yeah yeah yeah
1: <laughs> no okay i got i could have set you up a little better for that no you're fine you're It's
0: fine okay. it's okay it i got it
1: <laughs> yeah no it's a it's a we're recording on a different day it's off We're you know we're just not in our regular zone
0: yeah definitely yeah what did you know about this documentary
1: long shot this Netflix documentary, I knew nothing about. Oh, okay. Besides what you told me, which was about this guy got proven innocent via some TV footage.
0: Yeah, I hadn't ever watched this one, but I did know the story, so I'm glad I finally got to sit down and watch this. Yeah. Hey,
1: quick disclaimer Mm -hmm. is that any banging that you hear in the background is just the building's heat turning on.
0: Oh, yeah. There will
1: be no getting rid of it, so just take it for the ride. (laughs) We're (laughs) all here. We're sweating, and it's fine.
0: Yeah, we're good, but we're not that good.
1: Yeah, no. (laughs) One day, though.
0: Yeah, definitely. if you sponsor
1: us, ooh, ooh that's an open invitation. Yeah. to anybody.
0: <laughs> <Huh>? Please.
1: <laughs> anyway, let's start the movie. Yes. Somebody talks about how life is all about a big like what if, and like you can't get caught in your what if. It's so hard then, not to. yeah, we're op- <laughs> It's also over like this, op- like shots of empty seats at a uh, like a, a baseball stadium. Yeah. So then we say, or we learn that at tonight's attendance, whatever game we're at, mm-hmm. there's twenty-seven thousand four hundred and fifty-eight people. That's a lot. That's a lot
0: of people. It sounds like a lot and so little at the same time. Right. Yeah. (laughs) I guess a lot for baseball.
1: I don't know. We cut to some footage of the people versus Juan Ignacio Catalan.
0: Well, he has such a cool name.
1: Such a cool name. Ignacio is a cool name.
0: Yeah, that's a cool one.
1: So he's telling us that he was born in LA in 1978, and his dad brought a house, bought a house, not brought a house. I always mix those two up. <laughs> totally fine. It's fine. He you know pushed I mean. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He pushed a house <laughs> into the suburbs of LA. Mm-hmm. So that's where he and his big brother Mario started hanging out, but then Mario was with the wrong crowd. And then, you know, since you always look up to your older siblings, you're going to follow them into the wrong crowd.
0: Yeah, definitely. So, Oops. Yeah, and he, he gets got over- into little scuffles. Yeah, and he got arrested at one point, and since then, he decided he never wanted to go back to jail. Yep, until... <laughs> oh, jeez. August 12th, 2003. Oops. He tells us that him and Alma were having relationship problems at this time, and while hanging out, she stayed over his place. She tried to go to sleep, but he tells us he didn't want to and that he's persistent. Yes. And I was like, Juan, what the fuck?
1: <laughs> Come on. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah.
0: Then he immediately goes into having like a weird dream about aliens
1: yeah and UFOs or something like he was being taken away so he tells us that he woke up and then was as they were like driving I guess they were commuting together yeah they pulled into his dad's auto shop his dad has an auto shop uh-huh. and then like not a second after he got out the car the police just like tackled him to the ground
0: yeah and he was like surrounded by cops yeah. and everyone was like his dad pokes his head out and looks at him and he's now Juan's like in tears telling us this story I'm like oh my god
1: yeah because so it's actually intercut between a really cool sequence of all of dad's like gear and stuff in the shop yeah but then he says that his dad popped his head out the window and he was trying to tell him something and then like he couldn't tell us cuz he was busy crying. Oh. That was sad. I was like am I going to cry? This That's is really like 40 sad. minutes long.
0: I did get a little emotional at this point. Yeah. One. I know. It's a 45 minute long documentary, but it's very it very It takes powerful. On a trip. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So then now we hear that a detective is talking to Juan, Detective Juan Rodriguez, so there's two Juan's in the story. Yeah. Alma tells us that Rodriguez came to the house to tell her that Juan was arrested for murdering a 16-year-old girl named Martha Puebla. Poor Martha Poor Martha, but also yeah. poor Alma be, to be like, excuse me, what?
0: Yeah, even Juan comes back to be like, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Hold the phone. Yeah.
1: So then Martha was apparently testifying in a separate case that Juan's brother was a co-defendant on. And Juan was also there present. So that's how they're kind of like tying him to that.
0: Okay. Yeah. 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 She was a witness, but didn't see anything in whatever case that was. Sure. So then that means she's not a witness, right? I guess. Yeah. She, okay. Yeah. Yeah. We get a recording of Juan saying he didn't kill anyone and just him and detectives going back and forth about that. A relative hooks Juan up with attorney Todd Melnick. I really like Todd. Todd was the man. Yeah. But like in this interrogation,
1: one of the other detectives, his name is Pinner. I'm going to forget these names later on. That's fine. But he's like, convince us otherwise. And
0: I'm like, what? That's not the point of this. It's your job. You yeah. to investigate the fucking case. What do you mean? I, it's not, yeah, that's not up to me. Yeah. That, uh, you ask your questions. Yeah. Tanya, do your investigation. You draw your
1: conclusions.
0: What? Do your job. What? Yeah, right. <laughs>
1: anyway, yes. Yeah, so back to Todd. Right, yeah. that's his name? Yes. So he is the defense attorney, and he says he was not expecting this story at all.
0: Yeah. <laughs> He's like, this one's topsy turvy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so then we see some court footage. The other guy is giving a description of the murderer, and it's just, mo- it very much fits Juan. So basically, Hispanic male, short hair, mustache, little hair below the lip, 5'7", five, 5'11, five, 19 to 25 years old, stocky build. And then Juan's like, I don't have hair under my lip what are you talking about
0: And he's like i just have a mustache
1: yeah and then, and the then guy, we see
0: the sketch and it's just like a basic dude
1: base ve- so basic yeah very standard but yeah. also
0: not to like knock Juan at all no, no it at just no.
1: anybody could have been Juan. yeah anyone yeah but then so there's this whole back and forth between juan and and the detective saying like oh well then you probably just shaved it. and he was like my mustache is right here why would i have shaved and he's like i don't know like you youngins and whatever and i'm like can you calm down
0: yeah guy this, <laughs> like <laughs> this dude's just trying to like Pull, pull the curtains on the guy. Yeah. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to think of one. I can't. Yeah. We learned from Todd that the death penalty was also on the table for yeah. this. That seems very extreme. Like, yes. People oh, but got- only because
1: we know he's innocent.
0: Yeah. But like people have gotten less for worse. Yes. You know? Yeah. Which doesn't make sense Yeah. Like me. news that we just found out today, but we won't go into it. Oh, Anywho. oh yeah. Too soon. Nope. We're yeah, not so, going to get there. So Juan was also pointed out by his photo by the witnesses. Too. Yeah, so that's another thing that
1: yeah, because one of the detectives um, like shows him the pictures of all the witnesses like on the stand up line. Mm-hmm. I don't know the the line, not the, the stand whatever line. like yeah, the word whatever yeah yeah. yeah. Um, and Juan's face is circled, so he's like, "Oh fuck, that's me." Yeah. So now, what is he supposed to expect? He's like, "Bro, did I kill somebody and not know it?" Right. Like, what? How do you how do you handle that?
0: I don't know, but Todd totally believes Juan, and this guy fights hard for him.
1: Yeah, and he's like, "I swear to God, I swear on my two daughters that I did not do this." And the guy's like. Nice try, buddy. Yeah, come on, man.
0: He's like, I bet you don't even have two daughters. <laughs> like, he's, he, that's yeah. How, yeah, there's proof, but I don't see it. Yeah, that's how deep this detective is in. Yeah. If someone asks if they did any investigation before arresting Juan, and they're like, Yeah, we did two things. Just two. The photo and the motive. Yeah, that's all they had. Yeah, and, and he close enough, so it's fine. It's
1: like that's not enough. He's like, I'm trying to actually make lunch, you're, so
0: you're convicting a man and killing him. You're gonna potentially yeah, killing yeah, potentially, him. Yes. Th- you got to do a little harder of an investigation. Ah, but I mean. Ugh. Like get off your ass.
1: <laughs> but you know the my higher up said I couldn't do OT this week.
0: Oh God. <laughs> Todd asks Juan, where were you when it happened? Something that the detective should have asked. Right. A very basic thing. <laughs> like That should have been the first question. Where were you at
1: this day? <laughs> right. And also they were, they were so blase about their interrogations too. Yeah. They're just like, yeah, so you did it right.
0: And they're like. He's like no, and they're like you did it, and he's like no, mm, but I think you did it. Yeah, <laughs> that's the whole
1: <laughs> that's the whole interrogation. They're very thorough in this what department. What is that? We should go ask them for some pointers. <laughs> <laughs> they honestly should have just gone like fifteen year old girls. All the FBI, any detectives, toddlers should could be. do better. Toddlers could do better, <laughs> but truly, any like from middle school on, I think any girl could have done a better job probably
0: but juan tells us he went to a dodger game he, he was at a dodgers game he bought tickets as a mother's day gift but yes. he knew his mom wouldn't want them so he could take them anyway we've all done that <laughs> we've all been there at least give her some flowers too yeah like tickets and flowers yeah but i'm also like where they, they like lost his ticket stubs or something He did not his ticket stubs
1: well so i think he got them off of somebody oh,
0: okay so he didn't have like receipts or anything
1: basically everything was off the books
0: okay great yeah Juan tells us he wasn't even supposed to be at the game. It was short notice, so he didn't know who to take. So he took his daughter and his cousin Miguel and his friend Ruben. And this poor guy went out to a baseball game, had a blast, and then got arrested immediately. (sighs) I would hate that.
1: Yeah. So also, according to the case, Martha was home and came out to talk to four or five young adults around 10 p.m. And then they saw a Chevy Malibu circle the block a few times.
0: Okay, so they did say there were four people, right? Yeah. Because they said there were four people, but then only one witness
1: Yes, because the four people drove away, but then there was one person walking down the street.
0: Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the
1: four people are totally separate. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe so. Okay. Yeah. So then- (laughs) I must have missed that. This is like intercut between Juan telling us about the game itself. So he's like, you know, I was definitely not leaving anytime soon because I was having a blast. (laughs) I
0: was having such a good time. (laughs) Yeah, and then
1: Todd comes back and says, like, eventually some man gets out of the car, goes up to Martha, and she says, it's Martha, you know me. And then he says, no, you don't. And then shoots her in the head. Oh my god. Point blank. So then we see forensic photos and the emergency video of Martha being intercut with, again, a great time happening at the game.
0: Yeah, Juan tells us the game was a tie in the ninth inning. I'm like, damn, that's a long game. That's a long You're only like two stretch sessions. Whew. That's long. But
1: that's a lot of concessions.
0: It is. Yeah. So many snacks.
1: So then Todd, this is when Todd says that there is one single eyewitness, but since they just saw an execution-style murder, the guy dropped his phone and ran away as fast as he could, which I don't blame him.
0: Oh, definitely not. Yeah. I'd be out of there. Yeah. Are you kidding? So
1: then Juan took his daughter to get some baseball cards, and then the witness goes up. After the game, they got the
0: baseball yes. cards. Yes. Yeah.
1: The witness goes up to the cops to give his best description of the murderer, which again is the most generic man on this planet.
0: Yeah. It'd be really weird if he didn't run from the murder. Honestly, Yeah. If he just like hung out or just yeah. continued like walking in the same but, direction, oh huh, weird. Yeah, that would be just, that would be so yeah, that would be so odd. They would be <laughs> the first suspect. Yeah, be <laughs> like, where where were you doing? <laughs> why were you out? Why were why you? Were you why are you so unfazed?
1: Yeah, do we need <laughs> to discuss other things? with Yeah, you? Mm. what's going on? So now we meet Beth Silverman via archival footage. Oh, wait.
0: So the part where Juan brings up the baseball cards and buying them. I don't know why I thought that was so adorable. It's so cute. It's really cute. He mentions buying the cards for him and his daughter. dead. It's like adorable yeah. like just being a kid again yeah. yeah look at him yeah
1: so yes beth silverman is the deputy district attorney from our, again archival footage yes we never actually meet her like in the news story so she's telling us the same thing about the the witness giving the same description and everything and mm-hmm. then how it's just like strikingly similar to one so then todd tells us that the prosecutor who was assigned to this case had never lost a murder case ever That's sketchy yeah
0: And that's Beth,
1: who's never lost a murder case. How do you...
0: How? Like, how can you... That's sketchy. Like, everyone can be great at their job, but you can't be 100% uh, every time. She knows people. And we're... Right. we're told her nickname is the sniper because she likes to get people with the death penalty? That's fucked up. What the fuck is your problem? Yeah. That's gross. That's a lot to unpack. That's disgusting. Yeah. I think that's so disgusting and fucked up. What's the word for that? Um, And you know what's worse? Is, like, remember from just Mercy, we learned that, like, one out of nine convictions for Death Row are, like, incorrect? Bad, yeah.
1: Yeah. And she's part of it. And she's part of it. Because I feel like at that point, you almost, like, make it a game.
0: right Because, like,
1: once you lose a certain level of of that, like, humanity in, in I guess, like, having that much power over whatever it is because you just care about your job and your stats... Then you forget that you're dealing with real-life human beings.
0: Yeah, exactly. Those are people's lives. It's fucked up. But I'm 10 for 10.
1: Uh, Yeah.
0: Gross. Beth, I hate that. So then
1: Beth tells the interviewer that she does not believe that Juan has a legitimate alibi. She's very confident. Yeah. (laughs) So then Todd tells Alma to find the tickets but not to touch them.
0: Yeah. You go to a sporting event and try to leave that goddamn parking lot and then commit a crime. Right,
1: right. (laughs) You deal with the tailgating and all the concessions and all those lines and even going through the bathroom. Yeah. Try it. No, Try no. it. Try no. being on time for anything after that. Uh, she doesn't go out. No.
0: <laughs> None of these people go out. No.
1: So Alma says that she turned her house upside down and finally found the ticket. So then Todd reached out to one of the managers of the Dodgers and they went to the seats that Juan and Juan's party was at. He has good lawyering. Yeah. That is very, that's dedication.
0: He's good. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So then they go there. Juan tells us about how he was in an individual cage in the prison bus, which I didn't know that that's That's how they worked.
0: Me neither. And also still seems extreme.
1: Extreme. Yeah.
0: I don't know why. Yeah. Again,
1: because we know he's innocent.
0: That's true. I that's think it's w- all that. I think that's why. Because I feel like if we it. went in
1: fully knowing nothing, we'd be like, yeah, no, he was in the individual cage. It was like, no big deal. It's whatever, you know?
0: <laughs> I, yeah. 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 It's because we know he's innocent. So it's like all this just feels like mistreatment. Yeah,
1: exactly. Oh, good. But I mean, also I feel like because you can tell from his interview that like he just was a like, kind, yeah. you know?
0: Yeah, he just seems nice. He, he he seems like such a nice dude.
1: He's a nice dude. Yeah,
0: I feel like you would ask him for like food racks and he wouldn't steer you wrong.
1: No, he wouldn't. And <laughs> then he would give you at least ten of them.
0: Yes, and he would be like for each kind
1: to- of food that you want to.
0: Yeah, and he would be like you have to get this. Yeah,
1: and like I know the guy there. Like yeah. ask for this guy.
0: Yeah. So exactly. then that's
1: when he says that it started to feel real because again he's on the prison bus in the individual cage. Oh. So now Alma is telling us about how his call to her like you know when you get your one call. Yeah. And how he saw her on the freeway and he was like
0: oh i pass, i think we passed you on the freeway you're getting off at this exit and she's like yes i was and he said he wished he was able to go home with her <sighs> oh. juan. and we learned from juan that he had season tickets that he got from someone else and they tried to contact people that might have been sitting around him so that they could testify that he was mm-hmm. there yeah and no one wanted to testify i get that yeah that's rough but apparently i guess there were like people from like all around the country yeah too.
1: he even talked to people from hawaii and they're like how am i gonna get there bro
0: How did you get there in the first place?
1: that's true. That's true. They're probably back home already, though. But it's
0: probably also like, you know, like how people, are, you can't get like PTO sometimes. You can't. Yeah. <laughs> why would you t-
1: Why would you use your PTO to go on trial, though? <laughs> true. It wouldn't be me.
0: Yeah. Juan tells us he was brought to Supermax and was scared shitless.
1: Because that's maximum security, but with the hardest of criminals.
0: Yeah, those are what the scary, yeah. scary people are. Yeah. That's what, like the serious, serious offenders are. Yeah.
1: And he's like, you don't know fear until you hear a grown man screaming for help. And I'm like, I don't need to know that. Yeah. No, I'm you. okay without knowing that. Yeah. I'm fine. Thank you.
0: <laughs> I'm fine with like watching jump scares <laughs> yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah that's it
1: I know the, I know fear that I know yeah and that's all that I want to know
0: Todd checks out the in-stadium cameras yes and he tells us it took him hours to examine all the footage he like went so over like cameras, everything yeah. like slow-mo and everything yeah the that's in-stadium dedication. cameras are the
1: ones that show up on like the jumbotron yeah. I don't even know if he went through the security but he definitely went through those the
0: like jumbotron footage yeah and he says he found Juan but the resolution sucked
1: yeah because they're all like those old like tape decks
0: yeah and
1: like I can't Imagine!
0: Oh my God, no! Cannot
1: imagine, because yeah. again, it's like 2003. You know, sidekicks didn't even exist.
0: Yeah, but it's like at least he like knows that he's like, all right, so yeah. that's something we can we can take that for now, right? Take it for now. Yeah. Juan tells us he's freaking out during this whole time.
1: Yeah, he thought he was being framed, and then he was nervous that he'd be in one of those stories where the person gets exonerated 25, 30 years later. And I was like, fuck, that's scary. Imagine? No, yeah, couldn't. Mm-mm. No, nope.
0: he's not getting framed. He's just you know the scapegoat for lazy detectives. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately. Same same
1: outcome, though, unfortunately. Oh, God. Which is rough. Yeah. So then Juan says that the hardest part was telling his kids that he didn't know when he was going to come home.
0: Oh. Oh, And they're the, so young. They're, they're so, so young. young at this point. We cut
1: the footage of his daughter testifying, which is, like, rough to see in general. And she's
0: six. She's, like, six. Yeah. Yeah. She's so nervous. This poor thing. But she does so good up there. so good. She answers the questions. They went to the game. He got her ice cream, candy, and the baseball cards. Yeah. We
1: see Juan crying. Oh, my God. Because his daughter... Mm. It's too too much.
0: Poor thing. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Someone asks the prosecutor why Juan didn't mention his alibi when he was arrested, and she says, you'd have to ask him that. Um, He was never given the fucking chance to, probably. Right,
1: yeah. Did you see those detectives and their thorough job?
0: Yeah, we all know why they didn't ask. Yeah. (laughs) They did not give him a chance. Yeah. Oh, my God. Todd asks Juan about the game, and he's able to give him so many details, like... So many details about it. Todd was blown away. And he mentions that during the game, there was a film crew there.
1: Oh, but wait, I would like to rewind just in one second before we jump into the film crew stuff. Okay. Because okay. that stuff is also fun. It is but very fun. Juan says that, like, again, all this back and forth that was happening with, like, mm-hmm. did you do, why didn't you mention this thing? Why didn't you mention this thing? There was a whole bit about, like, what were you doing? Or not the whole bit, but, like, you know, everybody's going to ask, what were you doing on the night of the 12th? What were you doing on the night of the 12th? And he's like, at this point, there's so much going on in my head that, like, I don't even know. Like, the, the date itself is irrelevant relevant to me because i'm being framed not framed or like set up for murder true right yeah that's but then point. also could you just be like not murdering a child yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know what i was doing but i definitely wasn't committing murder
0: yeah definitely not yeah yeah you could ask me what i had for breakfast on the 13th and i'd be like what yeah i don't know definitely not
1: murdering somebody <laughs> yeah. about it it's it's, <laughs> it's very simple
0: not. i was definitely home yeah <laughs> that's all i can tell you but anyway yes yeah, so there was a film crew there
1: Yes. So then Todd's like, oh, shit. Let me talk to the media relations team at the Dodger Stadium to see who was on their calendar.
0: Yeah. So he
1: calls them. Go, Todd. They go through their entire schedule. It's blank, 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 blank. And then they see one phone number on May 12th.
0: And like one like rando production company name. So he gets the phone number and calls and then it's HBO.
1: HBO. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So how much is that allowed that this Netflix documentary is intertwined with HBO? Why didn't HBO pick this up? I don't know. Come on. I don't
0: know. You know? So weird. You Weird. You think they would want, like, the good PR. They, you know? <laughs> but who knows? I mean, I guess this still counts as good PR.
1: Yeah. Cross-platform promotion.
0: Yeah. So we meet Tim Gibbons, who is a producer. Yes. He says Todd gives him this crazy story, and he did not believe him. And Todd... T- I mean, would you? Yeah, right. Probably not. <laughs> Todd says... Tim says that they Same don't, thing. yeah that they don't release pre-production footage they have to wait until the show airs i was like rude but then i was like okay but like typical, tim doesn't
1: know typical producer but typical. also todd would not take no for an answer no my man he
0: was like guy there's a man who might die
1: and I need to keep him alive. Please just yeah. let me see the stuff.
0: He's like, bro, I will come. I will show you my like little lawyer license. <laughs> my lawyer license? <laughs> I don't know. I don't a know what have a piece of paper that says, I'm a lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> I passed the bar. Yeah. It's printed up pink. It's scented. Yes.
1: And it's <laughs> at least cardstock, if not thicker. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. T- <laughs> so
1: then yes. Larry David shows up.
0: The host of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yes. Is I've he the never host? watched that.
1: I think he's just the main character. I don't think it has a host. What? (laughs) The show Curb Your Enthusiasm is a sitcom. Oh, it does. I don't believe there's a host on that show.
0: I thought it was a skit show. No, no, I
1: I, I believe it is a regular, regular sitcom. Um, Neither of us have seen it clearly.
0: (laughs) Was that the most confused what I (laughs) remember?
1: That was might have been the longest, shortest pause I've ever seen you take. There was a lot that went on between your eyes right there.
0: Oh, man. Should we watch it? Is it worth checking out?
1: Do I mean, some people would say yes. Um, I'm sure some of it hasn't aged well. Probably. I'm sure a lot of it hasn't aged well. But it is a classic
0: my brother was like, "Oh, he wrote for Seinfeld," and I was like, "Okay," because yeah. like I don't care for Seinfeld, so I, was I, like, I haven't don't seen really Seinfeld care about either. that information. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Could you tell me something I care about, please? Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, he, he, I believe he did have his like time with SNL. I don't know if he was actually like a cast member, but he definitely like has been in and out of SNL.
0: Okay. So he's
1: big in like the obviously the comedy. He is very big in the comedy world, but oh, okay. Curb Your Enthusiasm like is his thing. It's his thing. Yeah. Okay
0: huh yeah yeah we learn a little bit about him Todd had no clue how famous this guy was
1: neither did you Yeah. <laughs> he's like man that name did not ring a bell
0: <laughs> and then Larry David comes on to be like yeah that sounds about right yeah And at one point Larry David's like I tell everyone this story
1: I, so would I though. Yeah, me
0: too. Are you I kidding? I would bring
1: it up as often as I could.
0: Yeah. I'd be like, it was my idea too to show it.
1: <laughs> I would love to meet him and be like, so I heard that you saved a man's life.
0: <laughs> and he'd be like, oh my God, I'd you tell heard you about all about, about it. You yeah, tell you
1: all yeah, about absolutely. it. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So then. <laughs> so yeah, he'd then, be like,
0: but do you watch my show? I'd be like, yeah. You have a show?
1: Oh my God, I didn't know you had a show. Totally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then Todd says that, you know, he and Larry got a meeting the next day. So then. That is quick. It's very quick. Yeah. Todd does not waste time. <laughs> Time is money here.
0: Yeah. And, and w- life. And life. And life. <laughs> yeah. Most <Time>. importantly. And <laughs> just yeah, probably the most important So part.
1: <laughs> this episode is called The Carpool Lane. So we're going to have to look it up, I guess. Yeah. And now we get to meet some of the supporting actors and a PA who was on the show. Yeah. So that's fun.
0: I didn't expect the PA to have such a big part
1: yeah right <laughs> but then it's funny because the PA he's like I didn't know what I was doing or he's like I didn't know what I was getting into I was like Checks classic, out.
0: classic classic yeah. PA <laughs> classic production assistant so, moves. yep mm-hmm. we're talking <laughs> about
1: the logistics of filming at a real live game and again I would say, not again because I've never said this before but um working a live event like trying to film during that like a huge stru- event stressful I would never want to do
0: no i, can I imagine. hate
1: the thought of doing that yeah being a P, trying to lock up something as a pa uh, i guess to rewind and give context locking up is when you tell people that they cannot pass yeah could you imagine trying to tell people at a football baseball soccer whatever
0: sports, sports game? game when i had to do that in that park in the city i got screamed at by so many people so many people i'm sorry that i had to do that to you <laughs> it's okay thank <laughs> you for doing that for me by the way i was just like fine if you're gonna be a bitch about it you can go <laughs> just go
1: <laughs> yeah no i would not want i've done that um I did that in the middle of the Bronx, right by Yankee Stadium. Not during a game day. Yeah. But it was still not a great time. Oh, I can't
0: imagine. It was the worst. I did it like
1: twice and I was like, this is it. This is it for me. I don't need to do this again. Yeah. I've got the experience and I'm done.
0: Yeah. People are nightmares. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and then especially like they bring out the good point that like these people are paying customers. You can't tell them that they can't watch their yeah, game. Yeah. So
0: they're especially going to be like a little bit more uptight Yeah, But justifiably slow. I mean, yeah. you paid to be there.
1: Yeah. So then they say that they had to have a very, very long lens so that they could be invisible, which means that they had a lens that could see very, very far away. Yeah. So they were probably in one section while Larry David and the other actors were in like, three sections over
0: but the security cameras I guess couldn't do that guess not. <laughs> <laughs> no these these lenses were probably like
1: $45,000 Yeah, probably. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so
1: then Larry Dodgers he, are like you know <laughs> not for me though no. couldn't be me <laughs> we don't need security that bad <laughs> <laughs> Larry says that he was in the shitty seats and he needed binoculars to see one of his scene partners and I'm like how
0: far away is the scene what are you guys doing <laughs> how invisible are you trying to yeah. be yeah
1: <laughs> so then Todd went he went into the studio the Curb Your Enthusiasm studio to see every single take of all the footage all the outtakes and then the PAs there he's saying like there are only like two or three PAs trying to hold back thousands of people and I was like if I that ever, is so stressful if I am ever in a situation where I would be shaking shaking I'd be
0: shaking and sweating but
1: all I was like thinking on both sides like one if I was that PA I would quit immediately I would just walk away <laughs> I don't give a shit anymore yeah if I was the producer or if I was the person the AD whichever coordinator hiring PAs and I only got four PAs for an entire stadium uh i should be fired
0: absolutely why
1: who thinks that that's okay
0: and usually pas are pretty young right yes oh my god that's so stressful and
1: a lot of times they're new yes and you know, <laughs> imagine that being <laughs> Scary. your first or not even your first set maybe that's like your first like few months of being on set yeah that's still a lot that's
0: a lot that's a lot yeah juan tells us at one point he gets up to get snacks and when he goes back to his seats there's cameras in that aisle so he knows, like specifically, like there were cameras. Yeah, there
1: because he has. We talked about this earlier. Well, we didn't talk about it. The movie talked about it. We forgot yeah. to, but that he has. He's got like a very strange, like precise memory. It's kind of fun, except for the date. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> he can get everything else except for the calendar date.
0: Yeah, well, it's but okay.
1: nobody's okay. perfect, ner- right? Yeah,
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Todd says he was getting down to like the very last of the tapes, and he's like, "Oh no,"
1: <laughs> he's get he's sweating a little bit yeah. by that point. <laughs>
0: So then the PA reminds us that
1: the again like we said before these are the paying customers so he can only stop people for so long.
0: Yeah, so the PA is like I thought the camera stopped rolling so I told this guy to go.
1: Yeah. And then he's like even if they were rolling I didn't give a shit. I just told him to go by. Yeah, he's like whoops. Yeah. Yeah. So then we see a tape of Juan and his daughter walking by ah! directly in front of the camera. Yes. And I was like that PA just saved a man's life.
0: I was freaking out.
1: Imagine. Oh my god. I was like no way they're right there. So for you're the PA, you're holding back, you've gone through at Not least even,
0: and like we see the back of Juan, and then he turns. We see his face. Oh, we see a side oh profile,
1: like oh. perfect goosebumps. I so did get goosebumps. Clear. Yeah, Me
0: too. I freaked but, out.
1: Like so. Okay. So like you're the PA, mm-hmm. lowest of the low, right? Bottom yeah. tier, like entry level. You've gone through most of this full day. I'm sure this is the well. If it's the end of the tapes, you've gone through your entire day. I'm not just a production assistant. I'm a hero. She's a hero. (laughs) He should get like eight thousand promotions from there. Yeah. So you've gone through your entire day. So this is our. I want to say fourteen at this point. Yes. Right. You're exhausted. You've just saved a man's life because you don't give a shit anymore about these cameras. You're
0: like, I don't fucking care. I'm getting like
1: a hundred dollars a day. Just go on by. Who gives a shit?
0: Yeah, your tickets are more than what I'm getting paid. <laughs> they really are. Yeah, probably. He probably paid more for those baseball cards than he got paid. Yeah, probably. And they find Juan on two more tapes. Two more tapes. Oh, my Just God. Just to be thorough about That's it. That's so lucky. That's so cool. Yeah, Juan tells us that when Todd tells him that he's on the tapes, he has this huge smile. <sighs> like he's so excited about it. Yeah.
1: And they film with time code, so it says like you know exactly what time of the day that they film. Yeah. So the first shot was at 8.55, and then the last one was at 9.15.
0: Yeah, Todd was so excited, but then he brings up that the murder happened at ten thirty-two.
1: That is so annoying.
0: That's so annoying. Imagine going through all
1: of that and be like, "Oh, time doesn't check out." Ah! But again, like we said, stadium bathrooms, stadium parking lots, stadium traffic. Yeah, is that not a given?
0: That he's been there
1: that extra forty-five hour, forty-five minutes.
0: Yeah, especially if he leaves when everyone else does. Yeah. Oh goodness. (laughs) <laughs> wow, but
1: whatever, because Beth is still there saying, like, mm, he still could have come back. He still could have gotten back to that street and murdered her by 1043.
0: Yeah, the prosecutor tells us at 1043, Juan was on the same street that Martha lives on to drop off his cousin Miguel. And she says he was nearby around the time of the murder. Which, which is, like, 100
1: to 200 yards away.
0: But if he murdered someone, why would he be hanging around the crime scene? Like, why right. in- why involve someone who lives nearby and drop them off? Right, That doesn't exactly. make any sense. That's so stupid. That's so stupid. Not even like a dumb criminal would do that.
1: But Beth has says otherwise.
0: Yeah, and the prosecutor says the tapes don't mean anything. He could have left the game early and committed the murder. The tapes mean so much. But then, like
1: all the work that Todd went through.
0: Yeah. Like, come on. Damn it. Todd asks Juan for more. Juan doesn't have proof of purchases. Like he doesn't no have receipts cards. or anything.
1: He didn't. Like he didn't make any phone calls really. Yeah. But a phone does suggest that there is a phone tower nearby. Yes. And that gives Todd another idea.
0: Yeah. So, so we learned that at 1011, Alma calls Juan from her friend's phone because they pull up the phone record. Yes. And stuff.
1: Yes. And this is how, because Todd was reminded of how they found OJ during his chase. Yes. And they pinpointed him via cell towers. Yeah. So he's like, all right, let me call Nextel. You remember Nextel? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I never got one, but I'm fine with it. It's whatever.
0: Those are the beep beep. Boop yep. Phones. Bleep beep.
1: Yep. Beep beep. Yep. Where you at? Yeah. Yeah. That's where that came from.
0: <laughs> Our one friend had one of those. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we get a Nextel employee yes online how do you think they got a Nextel employee to talk about this documentary
0: unless she was just super stoked
1: i mean she was the one that they did talk to yeah but like how do you how do you think that i mean i guess because it's court get, and they had to take down everybody's name
0: i was yeah. just gonna say like how did you
1: find that exact employee what all these years later
0: oh yeah i don't know unless it was just a random employee who just has to tell them like this is just what we probably do in these that too s- certain situations yeah yeah we see Alma testifying about another call, and she says she can't remember who called who. Present day Alma says you have to remember every detail of your life because you never know when shit happens.
1: Now, yeah. No pressure. Imagine going through that and be like, oh, no, I'm forgetful. I just go with the flow. Could not be me. No. No. After that experience, I would never. <laughs> I would write down everything that I did all the time.
0: Yeah. You just keep a planner, write down everything. Everything. Every day. Yeah. So back to the next Nextel employee. She says that they released all the phone info to the police and gave information to this case in Todd. Yeah. And the cell tower Juan pinged, or like used, was mm-hmm. by the stadium and had a radius of one mile. So we know he was at least in that area around 1011.
1: Yes. Which is good for tracking wise because the, if the murder happened at 9... 10, 1030 10, oh, 1032. Two. Okay. Yeah. It's fine. We're, we're drawing the same things for ourselves. It's fine. Yeah. The and ju- then how
0: far... They Do they ever say how far away the stadium was to where the location um, was? I don't think so. Oh.
1: I don't know. They might have, and I might have missed it.
0: mm i definitely missed it same the the judge tells us she was having such a hard time keeping track of all the phone numbers and codes that the defense was using
1: she says that usually she gets a a, like a diagram but this time it was straight up just a list of numbers and numbers and numbers and she's she's like like, how am i supposed to know any of this yeah (laughs) like how am i i'm i'm befuddled is the word that she said i'm
0: a judge not a mathematician (laughs) right
1: but also she said befuddled. And I was like, ma'am, you can't be befuddled if you're a judge. Yep. You, you need cannot. to be paying attention. Yeah, you're is, very important right now. There's a man who might die. Yeah. So please just unbefuddle. Yeah. Unfuddle yourself. <laughs> you got like, you to really be following what's going yeah. on here. And following that, she says she knew that it was a potential death penalty. So she had to be present, present. And time was very serious here. And I was like, but you're befuddled. Yeah. Fix it. Yeah, and at this point, I was like, people get less for worse. Yeah. People get less for worse. So then she says that she took the interrogation tapes home with her to listen to them over and over so that she could save time, I guess, during the trial itself.
0: And she had her kids listen to the tapes, too, and they were like, does this man sound guilty to you? No. No, No. he doesn't. He really actually does. I didn't think he sounded guilty on the the tapes either. Yeah. Poor, like... But poor that's Martha. also a lot
1: to put on your kids.
0: Definitely. And at this point, I was like, poor Martha. I hope she gets justice. But, like, also poor Juan. Yeah. But, like, also poor Martha. And Alma. And, and everybody, Alma. And the daughters. Yeah. Everybody involved. Oh, my goodness. Except for those fucking cops. Yeah. They're the worst. Detectives, I mean. Excuse me. The detectives, me. they're the worst. Yeah. Oh, my God. I hope they. I hope their pillows are never cool. Oof. <laughs> Juan says during the preliminary trials, he was so lost keeping up with the lawyers. Because it's a lot. I can imagine. Because also,
1: like, yeah, he's in the middle of this, like, his ma- his mind is just mush right now.
0: Yeah, could you imagine? And like- then he also has to be
1: present at the same time?
0: No. Could you imagine if you were in that situation, right? You're sitting there, obviously, in your head, you're thinking of every single fucking worst case scenario yeah. that could be happening to you. yeah. You know, and then you can't keep up with this case, what's going on around you. And then you're sitting there, you're like, my children are gonna grow old without me. Ugh. And like, this is gonna happen, and all this stuff's gonna happen. And then me, what's gonna happen to me? And then all that. Like, so many things. It's too, so much. Much. It's it's too much. Too much.
1: So then, also one day, he comes out, and Todd's like, do not look into the audience because Martha's family's there. And I'll be like, <gasps>
0: Yeah, he's like, don't turn. i just be like,
1: never, no, what, who sees anybody? Yeah. I don't see anybody. I don't have eyes anymore.
0: Oh, my goodness. So
1: then we hear Todd and
0: Beth's last statements, and then
1: the judge starts to talk to Juan, and we don't process any of it, because he's not processing any of it. Yeah. So then he says, Todd leaned over at one point and says, it's over.
0: And Juan's like, what do you mean? You can't just say that. Yeah, what? That Todd. No, especially not like that. Yeah. I'd be like, do you mean I'm over? Right. <laughs> Like, what? What do you mean, Todd? Don't say it like that. You got to pick your words better at this point. Yeah. Got to read the room, Todd. But then we watch Juan reunite with his family. Everyone's in tears. I'm in tears. Crying, yeah. I was like, (gasps) he's his (laughs) his daughter's... I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. I was like, poor Martha. But like, oh, my God. (laughs) But poor Juan. Juan gives Todd a huge hug and picks him up. As he should. So freaking cute. As he should. And then the family's like, get in the car. Let's get whatever
1: you want. Anything you want in this planet, we'll get it for you. And he's like, I want a Coke.
0: That's it. So simple. What simple man? I love it. He didn't have soda in jail. Oh. Yeah. And we watch an interview with the detectives. Oh, oh, he, Juan, uh, Detective Juan Mm -hmm. Rodriguez. Yes. Yes. He's asked if he purposefully asked Juan questions to get incriminating responses. And this guy fucking says yes. That asshole. What? what That is so shitty. That is a man's life. You yeah. have to do your job correctly. That is fucked up. No, he's trying to get off the clock. Yeah, we got on-screen text. Juan received a $320,000 settlement in a lawsuit against the city of L.A. and the police. Do you think that he's going to put any of that to therapy for his daughter? Um, I think, I mean... Or himself? Definitely himself. Hopefully. Yeah, definitely himself. I mean, his daughter, too. she probably use it. she probably use some of it. Yeah, we get the other detective. What's his name?
1: Um, Pinner.
0: Yeah. So they ask if they were using tricks by circling Juan's photo. Or is like what some other tricks with, with yeah. Juan's photo to yeah. get it picked out? And he says, Yes. What? These guys Dip. are fucking assholes. Asshole. One detective was removed from working homicide cases and the other was transferred to auto fraud. Ha <laughs> Sucks to suck. A cat baby. Then we meet Deborah Wong Yang, yes. right? Who tells us that Martha had witnessed gang activity and was cooperating with police. And then on screen text tells us that the FBI found four four men. Who were responsible for Martha's murder. Four other men. Four. So that means five total. Oh.
1: Yeah. Shit. They said four other
0: men. Oh my God. Yeah. And all of them took deals for life in prison. B- good. There's four people. They're about to pin this murder of this the young girl. Which means if they did pin it on Juan. That's four murderers. Four murders. people would have been out there. Four murderers just out walking around. Hmm. What the Fuck. good thing these two detectives got fucking fired they did such a good or job. or moved excuse me they got moved to different they did, they departments just, they just worked so hard yeah know, they did mm. such a good job they're so tired yeah. larry david comes back to tell us that he, sometimes he likes to share this story with people i'm not I see I'm sure should. i'm not sure it's sometimes i'm sure it's all
1: the time all the time every single day yeah anytime he meets a new like crew member or something he's like anytime he's in a new
0: meeting want to know a fun fact about me yeah <laughs>
1: hey you want to hear an icebreaker yeah <laughs>
0: You don't know what I did once? No, you know what he does? He's like, let's play the
1: Icebreaker games.
0: Yeah. Who likes the uh, Two Treats and a Lie here? I'm just real good to my fans. Yeah. <laughs> I just love saving lives. Yeah.
1: What can I say? So.
0: <laughs> and
1: then Alma says, imagine if he stayed home for that game. Like, who would have believed him? And she's right. She's right.
0: They would have had... No evidence. No evidence. And Juan shows us a picture of him in Little League as a kid. That's so cute. So freaking cute. He was adorable. Yeah. So then one of the managers,
1: I think, or somebody up high in the Dodger Stadium managerial team. Oh, that
0: guy. Yeah. He yeah. comes
1: on and he says something about how, like, you know. He
0: gives life, us the what ifs again. Yeah.
1: The th- same thing from the beginning is that you can't live life from a what if perspective because that's dangerous because all of it is a what if.
0: You can't live, laugh, love like this guy. You can't
1: live, life love, what if like that. Yeah. Yeah. You got to. <laughs> Girl boss, gaslight, and gatekeep.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. And the camera zooms out of the stadium and it's empty except for two people sitting there and it's Juan and his daughter, right? I hope so. Except she's like grown up.
1: They better get like forever seats.
0: Oh my God. Could you imagine? They better dedicate those seats to them. With how much Juan loves baseball, he absolutely should. Yeah. I don't think think they're losing out by by much with like two seats. No, they're not. Yeah.
1: And they're part of what an incredible story now.
0: Yeah. Right? uh, I am really happy that they, that Todd managed to like get him out of there. Go Todd. Go Todd. We love Todd. That, that was like really heavy lawyer, lawyering. Yeah.
1: Like, that man had so much energy.
0: Yeah. He really. Talk he about love your job.
1: Went above and beyond. Yeah. Like. <laughs> meets, exceeds expectations. Yeah.
0: Like how often would you hear of a lawyer like hunting down every Let's single Let's find his Google like review. <laughs> just five stars. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Netflix told me he was a great guy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Would, would hire again. <laughs> I was framed for a crime in my dreams and he came through. (laughs) Would commit a crime so he could defend me? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But that's it. That's Long Shot. Yeah. It's a really short documentary. It's on Netflix. Uh, Definitely check it out.
1: Yeah. I would say this would be a good, uh, if you're getting into true crime. Yeah. This would be a good intro to true crime.
0: Definitely. Short, like
1: non-committal.
0: Yeah. Not too... A very
1: good storytelling, I would say.
0: Not very info heavy. No. Very good story.
1: And now also, so same thing with Larry David. If I was that PA... (laughs)
0: Oh, my God. I would tell tell everyone. That
1: would be on my resume.
0: Hell, yeah. I
1: locked up a stadium and saved a man's life. Yeah. Same night.
0: Absolutely. Could you imagine? Yeah.
1: I would not ever shut up about it.
0: Oh, my God. Definitely not.
1: I would get shirts that say it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I also find Juan and Alma very likable. Yes. You know, like immediately, like as soon as they show up on screen, you're like, okay, I like them. Yeah. These are good people. Yeah. Good eggs. Yes.
1: They knew that the filmmakers knew what they were doing. Yeah, Definitely oh i'm glad i'm glad they're okay oh yeah (laughs) and that's that's it for our i mean not it forever but for our little stint of of docs
0: yeah we hope you guys enjoyed them yeah guess what what
1: your birthday's next week oh
0: boy (laughs) oh it is it is oh it's really coming up on you yeah oh (laughs) fresh oh
1: what are we gonna do we're
0: getting massages
1: yeah we're getting massages (laughs) so excited never gotten one before oh kind (laughs) of (laughs) nervous I love them. Yeah?
0: Yeah. <laughs> we'll find out next week. Yes.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that was a good minute. That was a good second. <laughs> Whoops. Anyway, well, thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. This is a very short episode. Yeah. Uh, next week will be longer. We'll be back to our normal, whatever length. Super long ones. Our normal episodes ones. are. Yeah. Yeah fucking five hours long <laughs> <laughs> you know us we're just, just so chatty shut up. yeah Yeah. <laughs> so thanks for listening Thank tell you. your friends to listen we are on all the streaming platforms wherever you find your podcast. yeah and you can find us on all the social media platforms at, at chatty media. media facebook instagram twitter tiktoks uh letterboxd yeah. not linkedin letterboxd <laughs> and you should absolutely call jessica damari for a theme song and or a score and or just like music in general yeah you know if you like like auditory things call her up yeah, definitely. She's got uh, she's the instruments best. and things. She can yeah. put that shit together. Yeah. I'm uh, volunteering her for work right now. I'm not <laughs> doing that on purpose, Jessica. Sorry. Uh anyway. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Bye. Bye.